Well, he's not. I want my money back. <laughs> he's like, nope. He's like, nope. <laughs> okay, I said we can go ahead and get started. <laughs> so, you need you need your avatar to just be like a cat, just to kind of. All right. What if we? I wonder if we get a picture of that cat. <laughs> get a cat. Get a cat picture. Oh, I mean, oh, I mean you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-mm. As far as the the cat. No. Oh, fucking Jesus. Grumpy cat? Um, that cat? No, no. <laughs> fucking one of Trump's lawyers for his fucking impeachment trial. Oh, uh, was, that guy. Uh, that guy. The Zoom I'm cat? Not, I am not a cat. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm ready to proceed. I am. I'm live. I'm not a cat. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, 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 I am real, not something fake. <laughs> Good gosh! Welcome to AWA Gaming Podcast, episode one hundred and nine. I'm not. Hold on, hold on, Barry. I found a picture of the cat. You found a picture. I'm gonna send it to Jacob. He needs to make it his avatar. It'll be hilarious. Okay, okay, you're gonna have to tell me how to make it my avatar. Uh, We could, we could do that. It's okay. I will for science. For science, (laughs) we'll make it happen. Oh gosh. We're not a political podcast. We are a gaming podcast for anyone that's watching. This is not political. I know. I'm just playing. (laughs) This is for the meme, man. Yeah, it's a bit. Oh, gosh. It's it's funny. Um, (laughs) Stone is here. My good friend Jacob's here. Uh, If you're not familiar, the way we do things here with gaming, we'll get all the gaming news and how it might spread positivity and influence. And we're just here to talk shit on your normal Saturday schedule here on Twitch. Sometimes Sundays. Sometimes Sundays. <laughs> Most of the time Saturdays, though. Yeah. Like, remember how we used to say, you're like, you can't drink beer on Sundays? Like, yeah, well, we do that. <laughs> I don't know. So, how's everybody doing? Good, good. That's good, that's good. I'd be doing better if I could just get a picture of this fucking cat. <laughs> Well, they try to do that. How hard is it? <laughs> oh boy! Thank you for all the follows. Uh, for like the last week, didn't realize it. Would do a better job of that. Just keep going. Uh, let's see. We're going to talk about some news. Well, they get their memes. Um, <laughs> see how it is. One of the topics. Jacob, this is a question. Did you know uh, Soldier Boy's real name at all? It's it's not Mister Soldier Boy. <laughs> no, like his real name. I think it's what DeAndre or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Gian, uh, DeAndre Cortez Way, <laughs> professionally boy. known as. Soldier Boy, tell him. Did you know that, or did you see it from an article? <laughs> oh, no, I fucking Googled that shit. You kidding me? Oh, okay. Yeah, like, you couldn't, like, because one of the articles is about Soldier Boy, but I don't think it actually says his name in it, so... Oh, okay. It doesn't. It just, it just says Soldier Boy, but, I mean, we can talk about that first, because it's, it's fucking hilarious, and I can't wait for him to get sued again, so... Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, so... I, I, I don't know if you guys remember, but back in 2019, uh, Soldier Boy tried selling his very own console, the Soldier Boy, 
console. And uh, boy, was that a fucking fiasco. <laughs> um, so essentially, he, uh, he, he was rebranding uh, consoles like, um, like an Xbox, I think, is what it was that he was doing. He's getting like Xboxes, Xbox Ones, and just rebranding them as Soldier Boy consoles and loading them like with just installed games on them. So just like pirating software, basically. Yeah. And just selling them to people. And uh, yeah, so he immediately got slapped with the cease and desist. And uh, yeah, it was, it was great. <laughs> yeah, it says on his Twitter feed, building a new console from scratch, all new design, all new games, all new deals. Let's make history. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I mean, sure. Yeah. Get get in there. Make your console. Make the Soldier Boy console. Do live your best life there, DeAndre. But you know, uh, as long as long as you do it, it doing your own and not like trying to sell somebody else's shit as your own. You know. Oh gosh. Oh gosh, hold up. I mean, update this. Man, you can tell that we're still. I'm still new to this. Update. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. Um, hopefully, he doesn't get sued. Hopefully, it is something brand new. Hey, you, you need people to try new things, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. I think Jacob, you're the one that told me about that whole console thing. Like, I think someone posted like. Why isn't this like a bigger thing? Like this is cool, and I think he like posted, but underneath that person, like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> like it's it's all stolen stuff. Yeah, yeah like, like I have all these these parts just in a different console, like a compartment component. Is that the word? Yeah, <sighs> it's so crazy. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Let's see what else we got, guys. <laughs> it's kind of like a slow news week, kind of sort of mixed with. Uh... Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of like junky, like you know, nice quality pieces of steak news, but you know, for the most part, it's kind of like um, like little updates and kind of weird note notes and stuff, like something yeah. like there, there's a there's a couple of puddles that aren't super deep, yeah. I guess. Ooh, um, I guess we could start um, to Elon Musk. <laughs> Anything this man does, it seems to be golden. I don't know why. Elon Musk. Yeah, I mean, anytime I, there's a bunch of fanboys of him, right? So yeah, isn't it like where like the stock market started or whatnot? He sat there and said that too. Roll Tide. No. Well, well, <laughs> um, I'm not sure what you're talking about there, Perry. Um, I think when the, the stock market happened. Like he put some money money towards Bitcoin, and all of a sudden Bitcoin went up. Or like I don't know, like anything the man does, it's just like oh, huh. oh well, yeah. Like after after uh, GameStop stock bullshit happened, uh, he uh, essentially like, he bought into Dogecoin and like started talking it up a bit on his Twitter and stuff, and it spiked Dogecoin from like a penny to uh, you know a nickel or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, you know, living your best life, I guess. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's. Uh, I've never played this game before. <laughs> Polytopia. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't. It's it's uh, it's on mobile, so you can play it on Android or iOS. Um, I've actually played it before on Android. I mean, it's neat. You know, it's a it's mobile, so it's kind of stripped down. But it's a uh, you know it it it's a four X strategy game. So I mean, you've got like economy that you have to manage. You have you know you build cities and manage them, and they are producing things, and you make units and attack other areas and stuff so hmm. you know there's there's some stuff to do okay uh, have you heard of this game Jacob? no i have not <laughs> is it worth downloading now probably not <laughs> is it like one of those among us kind of games mm. i mean it's a, it's if you're into strategy games it's fun so i'll try it i mean it's free on mobile so you know is it like that's right? right what's the is it kind of like Raid Shadow Land? What? Raid Shadow Warriors or what? Legends. Legends, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Raid Shadow Legends. How many times? Um. Yeah, out? I mean. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a free game, and I mean, it's it's fun enough. It's fine. Like, it's not like crazy loaded down with microtransactions to where you can't really do anything without paying for it. But you know. It like I say, it's it's just it's like a simple strategy game, but it's something you can do too quick. You can play for fifteen twenty minutes and then get out. So, you know, for somebody who's you know busy, you know, I could definitely see where it would be appealing because it's it scratches that itch, but you don't have to spend like four hours playing a game. You know. <laughs> Update: Jacob did get the cat. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yes. So so are you a cat or? No, I'm live. I'm re- I'm ready to proceed. <laughs> oh, okay, good, good. I'm glad we're, I'm glad we're here for this. <laughs> oh shoot, that's so funny. Uh, let's see where we can go. All right, did what did you think about the Mortal Kombat trailer, Stone? I don't think Jacob, have you watched it yet? No, <laughs> no. I've well, I've seen some of it. I, I you know I don't like trailers. <laughs> no. Last night, well, I was at Jacob's house. He said, "Oh yeah, I saw it." But it was a skippable ad, so I skipped it. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Uh, hey, hold on, wait. That does not say anything about whether or not I liked it. It was just a skippable ad, so I skipped yeah, it. Like, I'll watch yeah. it when it comes on HBO Max. Yeah. You, you heard it here first. Jacob hates Mortal Kombat. <laughs> no, uh, no. So. no. I think, he, like, that's, I think that's but, one of his favorite fighting games. So. It is. Fucking fatality over here. <laughs> Skip your goddamn ad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I really, I, I, you know, I, I watched the trailer and I am here for it. Um, it looks silly. It looks like it's embracing the campiness of the game, you know. So I, I think it could do good things. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here for it. Okay. That's that's something that I like. I saw it. I was like, yeah. It, it looks like it's following true, but I don't know. It's, it's one of those mm-hmm. video game movies. You don't know what to expect. <laughs> it looks promising. Right. right. It's like, well, I really hope that the, the Borderlands movie is good. Um, so far, the, the casting choices have been pretty good, I think. Um, I, I feel like definitely casting Kevin Hart as Roland, like... Kevin Hart's hilarious. He'll he'll fit well into that movie, I think, and especially with the training he's been doing, I think he'll be he'll have the physicality for the role too. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, 
I, I just I worry because Roland is more of a dry humor kind of character. Like he he's not funny, but he does stuff that in certain situations becomes funny. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's um, I don't know. I'm curious how they'll play that. Um, Jack Black as Claptrap. Uh, I mean, we'll see. He's got experience voice acting, uh, and he's a hilarious man himself. So um, I think he could bring a lot to the role. Uh, but I just I worry that it'll throw people because it doesn't sound like claptrap, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, unfortunately, like I know the original voice of crap claptrap crap claptrap mm-hmm. uh, uh, isn't with the studio even anymore. He works for Rooster Teeth now. The original voice. Oh yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um... I forget his name. I should remember it, but yeah, he joined Rooster Teeth with their animation studio, mm-hmm. um, or their game studio, one of the two. Um, but yeah, but Kate Blanchett as Lilith, and like, I don't know, like, I don't know if that's a necessarily the best <laughs> casting choice. It's odd to me. Who who's playing it? Kate Blanchett. Oh. Well, I do know they added Jamie Lee Curtis to the mix, too. So, I don't ever know which person she plays. Tannis, which, I mean, Tannis is, eh. Like, (laughs) she's a character and a quest giver, but, like, Lilith is one of the vault hunters, and I I don't know. It just, Kate Blanchett seems... I don't. I hate being like an ageist, but she just seems a bit old for the role, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the, you can do wonders with you know makeup and CG anymore, so you can age people up and down pretty easy, I think. Valid. Okay. So. And I guess she. Yeah. I mean, you don't know people's ages in this universe. It's kind of a weird thing. The only person you know that's young is Tiny Tina. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of envisioned the original Vault Hunters as like in their 30s or something. Like they've lived a bit of a life and they're badasses because of it. So yeah. Um. So I mean, I think it, I think it'll be fine. You know. Oh, this girl. I mm-hmm. look it up like you know, like because like you said the name like what is she playing? Like oh okay. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like that's really like the only role I really know her from. Apparently, she was in uh, Thor Ragnarok as well. So, yeah. uh, was she? Wasn't she? Uh, she was um, the the sister, right? Uh, what's her fuck? Um, oh, Hella. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just I just put that together. I just now thought about that. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Never mind. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm terrible with actor names. So. <laughs> you, said, you said you said ages. And I'm like, yeah, she's 51. I can see where you're saying though. Oh, yeah. Oh, then again, ah, it should be fine. I think. Then again, Paul Rudd playing freaking <laughs> Scott Lang. Well, see, Paul Paul Rudd is, is an immortal being and eternal, so you know he doesn't age at all. So it's fine. Oh gosh, yeah. I think I saw something the same thing about Cher too. That she still looks the same, and she's seventy four years old. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's uh, Cher, Paul Rudd, and. Uh, Will Smith. <laughs> who's the Who's the other one? Uh, Keanu Reeves. Oh. Well, Cher's had a little bit of help though. Yeah, <laughs> more than a little bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny that like like I saw that picture. Like, wait, what? Huh? 
How do you do it? <laughs> How do you stop aging? <laughs> I don't know. I digress. Uh, let's see. Where else should we go? Um, well, let's just get this Nintendo news out the way because I'm the probably the only one that watched the direct. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch it. Uh, yeah, same. Like you said, uh, being the Nintendo fan that I am, it was all right. Um, like I, yeah, I, I just got I just got the glyph notes for the, I, the direct. So I wish that we got more Zelda news. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that was the, probably the biggest letdown is seeing Anuma pop up on the screen and go like, "Oh yeah, you thought that you'd be getting some Breath of the Wild two news just based off seeing me." I'm like, "Well, yeah, what's up?" They're like, "Well, development's moving smoothly. We'll give you new more news later on this year." But here, take Skyward Sword in, in placement of that. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Uh, I'm here to announce an announcement. Yeah, so... In the announcement. Yeah, but the game that everybody wants is Breath of the Wild 2. I know some people... Right. Because, honestly, some people didn't like Skyward Sword based off that it is, like, the first game in the series. But oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's just, like, it just starts feeling like... Uh, I guess that some people, because I read read an article about it, it said that they are. It follows the same beat of as Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, and it doesn't break anything new. And most of the fan base mm-hmm. doesn't like that game whatsoever. I never beat it because it was on the week. You know, after a while, the motion control stuff starts to get annoying. But my mm-hmm. time with it was fun. Like, I, of course, you're talking to a Zelda buff, so. I like right. I like everything Zelda. So, well, a big thing with that port is they're changing the uh, control scheme so that it supports uh, motionless controls. I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, just like a normal standard control scheme. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Like when they said that, it was like, oh, like as soon as they showed like the bird and like I knew the trailer, all that. I'm like, all right, they're giving us Skyward mm-hmm. Sword. That's just kind of cool. But I'm like, I don't want to use motion controls again. That was awful. Like. Mm-hmm. It's just something about how, like, I guess Nintendo likes having you hold two things at once, but having it like separated and have to be connected it was just awful. I mean, yeah, because you know, you, usually whenever Perry's playing with stuff, he uh, he's focused on one thing at a time, you yeah. know, just one thing, <laughs> just one one thing at a time, right? So, got to focus in. <laughs> oh God, this man's got jokes. <laughs> Thanks to our new visual format. <laughs> uh, I set myself up for that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that uh, I guess that 2020 maybe put a crunch on uh, development for you know Breath of the Wild two, and I know that they don't. I, I feel like Nintendo is very good about um, you know taking their time with development, and it, it'll we'll just put it out whenever the fuck we want to because we're Nintendo and you'll buy. Anyway, so fuck you. Um, which is a good thing and a bad thing, right? They have like so such strict quality control on their stuff that they just will scrap whole projects if they don't think it's going right. Um, so I'm not saying that that's what happened with uh, Breath of the Wild two or anything, but I, I just I feel like that maybe you know the whole COVID mess has maybe put more of a crunch onto that development cycle than we had originally anticipated. So they're just 
they're they're not ready to show anything yet, so they'll show it when they're ready to show it, right? I mean, that's what they did with Breath so, of, that's what they did with Breath of the Wild too. It was like once they showed that trailer, mm-hmm. it was like you knew it was coming. Like you, you finally right. You like you. Like, well, you know, I plus uh, I feel like there's been a bit of an issue ongoing in the games industry like recently with games coming out that just are half baked. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. still a little doughy in the center. Yeah. So I guess the question is uh, to both of y'all: Do you think that not just Nintendo fans, like when it comes to like a director or anything, uh, or PlayStation or Xbox, do you think we were like we we expect too much when they say like, "Hey, we're gonna show new games"? Do are we expecting the most? I mean, I'm expecting if they if they're gonna if they're ready to show off a game, I'm expecting that game to come out in the next year. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm expecting that game to be damn near done, right? And I want to see, I want to see in a trailer or in a reveal event. I want to see what I'm going to be getting and what I'm going to get my hands on, right? Mm-hmm. I don't really care for cinematic trailers. Like, yeah, sure, they look cool and everything. Like the Diablo Four cinematic trailer, right? What it came out last year at E3, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or did did they show that off a of list? I don't remember. I, but I'm pretty sure it came out last year, right? Um. I think it. I think it may have been at BlizzCon last year, and uh, you know they had it. It's a really gorgeous cinematic trailer. Don't get me wrong, but it's not indicative of anything to do with the fucking game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it doesn't doesn't really tell me what we're doing. It doesn't tell me what I'm going to be playing as. The, you know, it it doesn't really do a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'd much rather have some some sort of gameplay. And some sort of like in-engine experience involved in the trailer or reveal event, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's just my two cents. So, what about you, Jacob? Uh, are we talking about like devs in general or Nintendo? No, like in general, like at this point, like because like Nintendo fans expect it the most, and we. Like, I feel like I got everything I needed out that direct. Like, you know, like, I played Splatoon, loved it. Okay, you get, you're giving me a new one. You're giving me a new Smash character. I love that. But in terms of, like, everything else, it's like, oh, we're not getting the Zelda we want. Where's Metroid? Like, you know, where's all this? Or, like, you must stay to play. Uh, what's a game that you want to you want to play? Like, Skate 4, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like, something like that. And like, if you don't see it revealed, do you, do you think that fans expect the most nowadays, or is it just something that you want to see? Or like, Ubisoft, well, I think like with Ubisoft, like uh, how everybody wants to see Beyond Good and Evil too, like some some kind of like update or something, and we don't see it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that that comes with that the whole thing of, I mean, CD Projekt Red just made that mistake or has made that mistake for years now of. They showed off something in 2012 or 2014, whatever year it was, and people wanted it then. Because when you show something off, we do expect it to be coming out within the next year or maybe two years. Yeah. Um, and like, and when you see like, oh, Nintendo's having a Nintendo Direct. To me, that should mean something big's coming, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Right. Why are you doing a Nintendo Direct if you're not going to actually have a big announcement? Like, that's what I thought those were for. Nintendo, I guess they have, like, quarterly ones or something like that. They have two or three mm-hmm. a year, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I guess 
it makes sense they don't have huge ones all the time. But like, if you're doing like an E3 press conference, you better come with some heat because that's the that's the big thing of the year. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. used to be, not anymore, really. Yeah. Well, they said. So I uh, go for it. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh well, they no, said they're ahead. actually doing E3 this year, but it's going to be virtually. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I mean, that works. Yeah. I mean, it it really should be a virtual experience anyway. I think as far as like announcements and things, because for the most part, they just fucking build like a forty-five minute long video and just like press play. Mm. I mean, that's that's a lot of them do that. Uh, I think Bethesda literally did that at its last D three press conference. Was it just had like a forty-minute video that it just Todd Howard came out and said, "All right, this is the video. This is all the announcement trailers," and then they press play and then they sat there for forty minutes and watched it. Yeah, could have very easily just been put online, hmm. you know. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I think that you know we talk about like doing announcement trailers and things like that, and how you know the game should be coming out in the next you know year after that and everything. But then there's kind of the other uh, end of the spectrum with that, as far as um, like early access titles are concerned. You know what I mean? Like constant. Uh, developer, you know, updates and constant like interaction with the community. Um, you know, it. We can talk about that in a minute. You know, as far as like how Baldur's Gate three and like Valheim are doing. You know, um, so let's uh, let's continue on with the the, the yeah. Nintendo talk, but we'll we'll circle back to the other side of that uh, where development is more open and uh, more communicative. So I think- yeah. I think what the problem, not even the problem, is that when we see that trailer, I mean, when you watch that direct, it's a, that's only the first half of the year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they said this is what is, like, the first half of the year. So, we don't know what's coming in the second half. And yeah. people don't realize that. So, mm-hmm. of course, like, Skyward. Well, I mean, second half of the year is, like, when you get a lot of releases, too, because that's, like, the busy time, you know, fall, leading up to holiday season. So Yeah, so... It's like I said, they uh, announced that new uh, Octopath Traveler's uh, successor. I downloaded that. It seems pretty cool so far. It's more tactical, like tactics, like mm-hmm. fantasy tactics. But so that two D HD is that how you would call it? Two D four K. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, I think that's what they. I think that was what they called it. It was like two D but high def or whatever. Yeah, like I said, it's it's cool so far, mm-hmm. but. It's a demo, like it's like they did it like with Octopath Traveler. It's a project, so you're not gonna. It's not gonna come out until mm-hmm. next year, so that's cool. Yeah, well, I, I think that games like that are making a, a resurgence too. Like, there's a lot of developers, like smaller teams, that just don't have the uh, time, resources, uh, you know, or manpower to develop, um, you know, really like high definition, high fidelity, like really. Um, involved like models and everything and they instead choose to go a more artistically stylized and like intentional approach of a uh you know something that's a bit more lower res essentially but uh still has the same sort of uh visual fidelity that you would expect of a new and modern game right um like that's the you know, 2D HD sort of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where they, they're using a more retro style of uh, rendering a character and allowing your avatar to be represented in the world. But it's, uh, you know, there's 
you know, shadow effects and, you know, more colors and it's more vibrant and, you know, it, it may be, you know, 16 bit or whatever, as far as like pixelated and everything is concerned that look, but it's uh, definitely more modern and you can tell a difference. Like if you put a side by side with a truly retro game, as opposed to like a retro stylized game, mm -hmm. uh, similar, like in also Valheim, you know, we could talk about that one for fucking days and how like, it's really doing a lot of things. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Have you got uh, Valheim yet, uh, Jacob? No, I don't. I know very little about it. I, I really recommend it. It's a very good game. Yeah. It's it's like a survival, like Rust, but with Vikings. It's more like uh, Minecraft, but with Vikings. I think it's a bit more. It's a bit less intense than Rust. I think. Okay. Um, but it's kind of in that vein, um, and it's more like survival light. Um, it's got mm -hmm. some of those aspects in it. It's really tried to be more of like an old school like action adventure game where you would go and you would find stuff and build things and create buffs and that sort of stuff. Um, so like you don't have like a hunger meter, but like if you eat, the food buffs you, right? And then you just gotcha. lose that buff throughout the time. So it's not like you have to manage water and food and sleep and shit. You just can do those things and it benefits you for doing it. Um as opposed to negatively impacts you when you don't do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Does it have a full combat system, or is it just like click, mouse button, swing? It's mouse button, swing. Um, oh. the, the combat is going to get worked on more, and it's probably the weakest part of the game, and it's still not bad. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of which, it got, it's getting early review scores, and it got a 9 out of 10 on IGN. It's been... And this is this early access? From what you said earlier, it seems like it's going to be early access. Yeah, it's early yeah. Early. Currently, it's an early access. Um, mm -hmm. The uh, they currently have five bosses of nine planned in the game. Mm -hmm. uh, they still got biomes that they're adding to the game and intending to do. Uh, there's a there's a whole roadmap. It, it's only been out for three weeks in early access, and it's sold three million copies. Oh, that's really good then. Yeah, uh, it's not, well actually it's not even three weeks, is it? It's well, no, it's right at three weeks. So, um, yeah, 3 million copies in three weeks with over 300,000 concurrent players on Steam is fucking nuts. <laughs> uh, and it's five people making that game, by the way. Yeah, it's only five. It's, <laughs> yeah. Small, so Small studios, though. Like that. It's kind of like this. Biomutant seems to know mm -hmm. hit their stride. It, they, that's the thing. It's like it has... Like, I like survival games, right? Like, I, that's my ish. That's what I play a lot. I play a lot of Seven Days. I played Rust. You know, I play Ark. You know, all those. Um, so, I, I like that kind of gravity. I'm going to, you know, manage my food and water. I got to feed my Tamadachi here, sort of thing. Um, so, I. I like that sort of thing, and that's what really drew me to it, but it's not all about that, and like I said, it's kind of, those aspects are lightened. They're there, but you don't have to interact with them if you don't want to, and it's really only upside if you do. Hmm. Um, hmm. So it's uh, it's got a nice building system in it, too. Uh, there's a lot of things you can do with that. You can be really creative with it, and I know I know a lot of people that, that prefer the building aspect of it, right? Not you know, I'm usually a builder in games too, um, and it's got a it's got really good progression. So it's um, like I said, I kind of compared it to Minecraft and how it's a survival game. It's a sandbox; you can go and play and stuff in it. Mm -hmm. 
but it's got good direction. Um, it's like, that's the kind of the trouble with Minecraft, right? Is it drops you in a, a voxel world and it says, okay, go. And uh, I don't know, prior to Microsoft's acquisition of uh, Mojang, uh, which I think took place in 2016, if I'm remembering right. I don't know, it's been a while. But yeah, I, I've drank and slept a lot since then. Uh, <laughs> but pr- prior to that, uh, it, it was just, you know, here you're in a fucking sandbox, go nuts. And uh, you didn't even have a quest system to kind of direct you. Like, you didn't even know to go punch a tree, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so it, it's it's got a really good way of guiding you along the path without being too obtrusive. Like, uh, with the trend in modern games, you know, you get a quest and it puts a marker on your map and it says, go here to do thing, right? Uh, yeah. As opposed to this world, which is randomly, you know, procedurally generated, so no two worlds are the same. Um, and it says, okay, uh, you need to defeat the first boss to get a pickaxe. Okay, now you got a pickaxe, so you need to go to the dark forest to make iron to get like bronze and stuff, right? Okay, well you did you did that. Now you need to go here to, you know, do this other thing, right? And it, it kind of tells you, well, you need to go and find these areas and do this stuff. So. Uh, I feel like I've been talking for quite a bit about this game. I, I can gush about this game all day, so yeah. let's not make this the Valheim podcast. Um, <laughs> this is not the Valheim podcast. <laughs> it could be in like a few months. How soon do you think it's going to leave it early access? I could see it being in early access for a couple of years, I think. Um, a couple of years? They've got, I mean, if only five people are working on it, they might get more with selling three million copies. They might be able to hire some people. I'm sure they uh, will. I'm sure they will, yeah. Okay. Uh, but they've had a so I don't know if it's just like the publisher's coffee stain, but if it's it the is. Act, so that's not the studio then that's actually no, making the, it. The the development studio is Iron Gates Studio, but Coffee oh, okay. Stain is the uh, publisher for the game. So gotcha. Okay, because I was looking at that, and I mean they've done they had Satisfactory. Yeah, and I was it's like, still in early oh, access, by the way. So. Oh, Satisfactory is? Okay, well. And that came out in 2019, so that ought to give you an idea, <laughs> at least from the publisher's point of view. Yeah. Uh, I think that... I think Satisfactory could come out next year, like, full release. But I, I think mm-hmm. it'll still be early access through this year. Hmm. With uh, the with the, the rate that they've been developing, I, I know that, you know, 2020 was hard on a lot of developers. Um, but I think that they're, they're about to put out Update 4, uh, which will overhaul power and do a lot of other things in Satisfactory. Um, but, yeah, I think they, they've still got several things that they need to add to the game, uh, not the least of which is the story of the game, actually. Mm. <laughs> which makes sense. You don't want to add the story until the game's fully released, but still. Yeah. But, not even a piece of that's in the game right now. Yeah. Speaking of yeah. other access games, Baldur's Gate's added Druids. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Baldur's Gate 3 is, uh, it's kicking ass, I think. It's doing a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, um, and I don't want to hear much about it, because I'm waiting until it fully comes out. Well, they, they, added, it. they added Druids. Oh, well, dang, I didn't want to know that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, w- I would assume you would expect the uh, the 13 uh, classes from D&D 5e to be in there, so. Yeah. Yeah. So how many how many classes does that bring them up to now? Do you know? I do not know. I'll top my head no, but I could right, let me look it up quick. <laughs> yeah, like this game seems like it's gonna be a lot of fun. 
I think me and Jacob talk about it all the time. Like, do I really want to buy this early access or do I want to wait? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to wait. I, I just think, like, I don't know. I I, I waited for Divinity 2 because mm-hmm. uh, they when they first announced that, they did a similar thing of same developer, uh, did the whole like early access and the first area you could play. I Fort joy. Yeah. And I, I had read about that and I'm like, ah, should I do it now? And I, I waited and I ended up loving the game. So I'm going to wait on this one. I'm sure I'll end up loving this game too. Mm-hmm. Lyrian's a great studio. Is your beat divinity too? I'm still working on it with Brittany. Mm-hmm. I haven't either. Uh, <laughs> I'm. We we have another friend named Jacob who is an actual altaholic. Um, <laughs> I I I go in and out of altaism. Um, so, like, I kind of fell into that with that game. Also, I like to mod games. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's like, oh, I add mods, and then I do other stuff, and so like, I never. That's why I don't play a lot of computer games. I'm a console <laughs> gamer because I'll actually complete a console game because there's not mods. <laughs> but like Divinity, there's mods, so I just modded the crap out of it, try different mods out. <laughs> Do you even care about the <laughs> like, oh, oh, story? <laughs> I care about the story. There, there's, there was a mod that was like made it to where you like you turned into like uh. It's more about sword stances. I think it's called like Blade Dancer or something like that. Mm-hmm. And like, it gives it, it added a whole lot more moves. Like, it's not just like you swing the sword. Like, it's your sword is a living weapon. And like, you always have like the same two openers. But after that, like, you have like different, like five different options for the next move mm-hmm. with your AP. And it, it's just. Mods like that are amazing in games. Yeah, I will say that uh, melee in uh, Divinity Two can get a little samey. Mm-hmm. Like it helps it, a lot. Yeah, it it depends on how you build your character, of course. But as far for the most part, like if you're just like straight war uh, warfare, or maybe like warfare with like one other skill or something, you're you pretty much are just like I'm gonna bonk them. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, uh, you know, and you have you have a toolkit for certain situations, but you're just like bonk. For damage for the most part. Yeah. Um, so it looks like in the uh, Baldur's Gate 3 early access, uh, prior to this update, there were six classes in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, cleric, Fighter, Ranger, Rogue, Warlock, and Wizard. And they just added Druid. Um, according to uh, Fextralife.com, which, you know, known RPG guides and sort of thing, website, big big thing if you play any of those kind of games. Yeah. Um they are expecting, and this is, I guess, rumor mill stuff, um, so grain of salt here, that the uh, other classes in the game would be Barbarian, Bard, Sorcerer, Monk, and Paladin, noticeably missing the Artificer class. Um, which, meh. Meh. So. Meh. I don't know exactly what an Artificer does, so I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, they are an intelligence-based caster that make, like, Widgets and gadgets and things. Oh. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so, man. So, 
Yeah. Uh, also, Bloodhunter is not in there either, which is uh, from the Critical Role supplement. Um, so I don't really know much about Bloodhunter. It seems neat, though. Bloodhunter? <laughs> okay. Shoot. I like, might check it out myself. Like, what the hell does a Bloodhunter do? <laughs> Is that he hunts like, blood, man. Is that in like Xanathar or is that in um No, it's it's from the actual critical role supplement. Um Oh. So like is that in Wild Mount? No. I don't think so. I I believe it's it's unofficial material. I don't think he's actually in anything, so Yeah. Okay. I just came to the conclusion yesterday that when I was like I was watching like they had like the Persona Five Strikers like team. Like everybody that was on it, I played this game mm-hmm. twice now. I didn't realize that Matthew Mercer was one of the fucking voices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like what? I was like, damn. Okay. And I was like, oh yeah, you're like a main character in this, and didn't never realize it. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's see what else we got here. Um. Uh, so, clarification real quick, uh, Bloodhunter in 5e is officially licensed, but uh, so that means that it's it's been approved by the D&D development team, essentially. Um, so it, it's fine to play in, like, your games at home and stuff, but it is not official as far as, like, Adventure League stuff, so. Okay. No, anyway, no, sorry. No, I'm going to go down the rabbit hole. What's the difference? <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, so, Adventures League is like Wizards of the Coast sanctioned like D&D adventures and stuff that you can play at like your local game store and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you play in Adventures League, then you like you have to make your character extremely like by the book. Like, there's not really like room for by fucking around book. with it and everything. <laughs> um, so, you, you have to follow rules as written and do exactly what you know, it says in the book to make your character. Um, and you go to your LGS and play it there, and you get, like, weekly modules and stuff like that that you play, you know, from Wizards. Oh. Uh, so they, they, you know, do the story and give your progression, and you play through that, you know, that's what you do. Um, that seems kind of as far, Yeah, I mean, it's cool, but... You know, to to be official and that sort of thing, but it's like, eh. so it's like, um, if you wanted to play it at home, though, I mean, it it's like fully vetted, so you it, it works. It's not like homebrew stuff that you find on Reddit or, or whatever. So, um, there, there's a bit of a difference, like because D and D's a, a pen and paper, you know, tabletop RPG, so you you can do whatever you want to with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can make up your own classes, your own races, your own items, that sort of thing. So you can do whatever you want to. Um, but sometimes whenever you make stuff, you you try to make it too cool, and then it becomes too powerful, and then the game warps around you. Uh, that would not be the case with a Bloodhunter, uh, because it has been, you know, balanced and approved for play. So you could slot that in just in a normal homebrew adventure, you know. Okay. Or any other module you play at home. We might have to keep that in mind. Bloodborne, yeah. Bloodhunter. <laughs> I mean, yeah, essentially that's kind of. I just kind of read a quick synopsis of it. I, I'm really, I've heard of them, but I haven't really played with them or looked into them very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from what I understand of them, they are very much like the Bloodborne-esque character. So like hunting vampires and 
you know, werewolves and stuff. So. Okay. That's cool. Uh, speaking of which, what is everyone playing? I forgot to ask that. Shout out to everyone that's listening. Woo, we've been in, in good conversation. I forgot to say all that. <laughs> right. Anybody live watching now? I, I haven't looked at the chat or anything. We have one in here. <laughs> Chase is in here. <laughs> Jason's in here. Chase. One of our friends. Man. Chase. Oh, he's, he's okay. a roll tide. I was like, oh, roll tide. <laughs> oh, roll tide. <laughs> yeah. He's like, is that Jacob? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, Jacob's so <laughs> nonchalant about everything. He's like, catch me outside on my time. <laughs> catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> but no, anyway, I've, to answer your question, I've been playing uh, War Thunder and Carry On. <laughs> carry On. Carry On. I think it's how you say it. Yeah. But you, well, we know Stone's been playing Valheim. Earlier this week, I did beat uh, Control. That was actually a pretty cool game. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's a really cool game. Like I said, like I had to call you though. I was like, bro, they really did not end it like that. Like that makes no sense. Uh, it's hard to talk about that stuff too because it's yeah. like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really want to spoil it because <laughs> like. I thought it was a cool moment. Whatever I I saw it the first time. Yeah. Um. I was just getting mad. Like, no, that, that can't be the end. Like, wait, what? I'm just now starting to figure out what the hell is going on. <laughs> exactly. It's it does like this deep fake with you. Um, yeah. So I mean, my mild spoilers for Control, which has you know been out for a couple of years now, but I know some people are going to experience it freshly with uh, the Ultimate Edition that just came out as PlayStation Plus Game of the Month for PS5 and february right so it's like out right now yeah like if you don't have it go get it um so mild spoilers real quick if you don't want spoilers close your ears for about 20 30 seconds but yeah right right at the end of the game um you uh you find polaris and uh then there's a whole bunch of shit that happens uh essentially you figure out that she's kind of dead essentially and or like a remnant of her lives on within uh jesse and then you basically have like credits roll, start to roll, and you're like, "Well, what the fuck happened?" Like it just kind of stopped. Yeah. And like in the, and we were like, we were in the middle of like doing some shit, and then just like now the game's over. Like what? Yeah. Um, and it starts to roll credits normal for a few for like thirty seconds, forty five seconds or something, and then things start to be weird, like yeah. with the credits, and like it starts to like glitch out, and you're just like, "What the shit is going on?" <laughs> Yeah, and uh, it, it turns out that the hiss had, uh, you know, invaded Jesse's mind essentially, and so she was in the, the Matrix basically, and had to fight her way out. <laughs> and, and during that little time, I called Stone and said, "What the fuck are you got me playing right now?" <laughs> right. So yeah, he, he kind of was like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" But yeah, so you gotta you have to take back control. You take back control. Then like honestly, if I'm gonna go ahead and say it. That ending, though, like, that ending wasn't that great. Yeah, that's okay. I did, I did not like that ending whatsoever. It's like, oh, you're going to fight your way to the top, and then mm -hmm. and that's it? You're just going to get your brother, and that's it? Okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, okay. uh, and, like, um, I forget. It's been a while since I played it, but it's, uh, wouldn't he, like, 
comatose whenever you get him back like his mind's gone or something yeah, like he doesn't know if he'll like he's in a coma you don't know if he'll come back i'm like okay I'm like, right which is why i wanted to wanted to play the dlc really badly because i i played control like just a bit after it came out but before any of the dlc did mm -hmm. so i actually played it on ps4 and i bought the season pass for it but i never got around to playing the dlc i just yeah. had other shit going on yeah but but um yeah, uh, I guess end of spoilers for yeah, uh, yeah. Control then. Uh, I do want to add in, Perry said he that it was cool, but he did say he wasn't going to play the spoilers, so he must not have liked it that much. <laughs> like I said, like I beat it, like I knew, did what I did, I was like, oh, delete, <laughs> I need space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not saying it's a bad game, but I'm just saying like, well, I'm done, you know? <laughs> right. Like I said, like, well, and... Uh, Real quick, uh, Perry, what, what is your uh, Twitch channel name? Engulfed1424. I got home late. Didn't change it, dude. I forgot. <laughs> Man, I keep telling you to change it, but okay. You see, you know what? I was just thinking, there, thinking about that. It was like, but people know me as Engulfed when I like subscribe to them. They're not going to know the difference, probably, right? Probably, probably not. Yeah. No. That's why I was like, I thought about that. I was like, well, people are not going to know the difference. It's I about to, branding. It's about branding. Yeah, yeah your brand. Yeah, this is an but, engulf podcast. It's, it's the AWOY Gaming Podcast. Yeah, uh, keep applying the pressure, all twenty twenty one guys. I need it. <laughs> I'll change it. I promise. Um, but we just home. want you to be the best you can be, Perry. Yeah, I got home last night, Jacob, and I started up Street Fighter. I had it updated again. That's the what. Public. Yeah, because when you start the game up, it says update to this title version. I'm like, really? So so how much did you have to download? Um, four out of four things. It was like within the game itself, so I was like, okay. Oh, so that probably didn't use much of your yeah. like <laughs> cap. Yeah, I was like, okay. I didn't buy the character pass, and you go ahead and do that. Because mm. like, we we've been Jacob were talking about... Uh, <laughs> I won't bring forth that to the podcast unless you want to, Jacob. We were talking about how like how uh, some games uh, charge you the most, like character passes, or like what, like how much you're going to spend on it. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then like I saw the price of like, well, twenty five bucks for five characters isn't bad, but I know some people like some play, uh, some other people's games are more than that, so. I think Dead or Alive. Yeah. I think Dead or Alive is worse. Or I know Mortal Kombat. Oh well, I mean, yeah. Like I just, it was on sale, so I bought, bought Shinobi Strikers, which is a Naruto game, like fighting game. <laughs> and then I proceeded to spend I don't know fifty, sixty dollars on an eight dollar game just to unlock the characters that I wanted to play with because, you know, you expect to play with certain. And I'm like, no, that's behind the paywall. And it's like, but they're in the story already. Why are they behind a paywall? Because <laughs> we want them to be, I yeah, guess. Yeah. It's only. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, certain, like, we talk, like, certain games can get away with it, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm, I was talking to one of I mean, I, to I don't one. think any of them really should get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I. Go for it. Go ahead. Oh, uh, some people, uh, one of my friends, 
we were talking about Street Fighter yesterday. I'm like, so are you getting it? Did you get the character pass? He's like, well, I'm just going to get it as they come out. I'm like, well, what's the difference between spending $5 now? I mean, $25 now on release and get all of it and not worry about it than compared to buying five as the characters roll out. I mean, it might just be a thing of they have five dollars they know they might have five dollars they might not be able to spend 25 dollars all right now yeah i know like but then again i'm the same way with like freaking smash brothers but they said that's a better deal like they said smash like their character dlc is 30 bucks well compared to spending six bucks for when the character comes out like how much more money am i spending two bucks how many characters are coming out five Spend the same amount. Five? Like, so, yeah. spend the same amount. Yeah, it's just, you're also paying $6 for a character, though. Yeah. And you don't know if you're going to play all those characters, and whether or not you'll even like them. That's kind of the problem, isn't it? I mean... That might be why some people might wait to pay 5 or $6 when it comes out. Yeah. Well, at least with... Like, yeah. Like, we always come back to... Sm- I always come back to Smash Bros. Regional. At least with them, they'll, like, showcase the character and be like, hey, this is what it can do. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, a cool Sakurai. thing would be to allow you to demo it, yeah. too. Yeah, that would... Sheesh. Bring back demos. <laughs> right. Hey, we got, a big, we got a big one coming out soon. Outriders. Yeah, I got Outriders next week, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I actually... Uh, so I, I just got my vacation time, like, last week. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I want to take a day off, you know? Yeah. Because I get mm-hmm. time, so I want to take a day off, right? Yeah. It's been a fucking year since I've been able to just, like, take a day off. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take off next Friday. Play some Outriders demo. So, okay. that's what's up. Uh, like I said, I'd definitely have to check, like, we'll definitely have to check it out. It comes out Friday? Is that what we said? No, it comes out Thursday. Okay. It does. It, it comes out uh, Tuesday, or not Tuesday, fucking... You got me all confused now, Perry. Damn it! Uh, it comes out Thursday, February twenty fifth. <laughs> so I'm taking off that Friday, the day after. So I'll come home Thursday and play the demo all night, and like stay up till three in the morning, like I probably shouldn't, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I can't wait. It should be a good time. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Also, if anybody... Yeah, I watched a video on, like, the classes and, like, the combat, and it... I mean, unless they pull, like, a anthem wool over eyes kind of thing, <laughs> it seems to be pretty good. Still no update about anthem. <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to find out last week, right? <laughs> yeah. And we didn't find out. Well, they were supposed to have conducted an internal review last week, so they weren't ready to announce anything to us yet last week. Oh. Mm. So the internally, they might know what they're doing with it, but it hasn't gone public yet. So we don't know if we want to release the sauce yet. That's what they said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, I, I think they're trying to delay the time before they get a class action lawsuit. <laughs> How many people do you think you're going to sue them? I don't know. I they it probably wouldn't even be merited, but like I know I. I don't know if I would have asked for a refund, but I know there should probably were people who could have asked for a refund that were like, oh, well, they're going to fix this game down the line. I'm going to hold on to it. And then they've mm-hmm. never done anything with it. So it's like, yeah, that's kind of how I was. Mm, I, like I could have got a refund, but 
now you're gonna trash the game. So okay, yeah. So seeing how we were talking about like the same vein, what does Marvel Avengers have to do for you guys for you to play it again? I don't know if they can make me play it again. <laughs> like delete uh, adding one character at a time will certainly make it to where I won't play it again. Yeah. Because mm. then you can't play with friends. Like I guess me, you, and uh, me and Perry can play because we both have. Once Clint comes out, one of us can play Kate and one play, can play Clint, and then we'll take turns playing yeah. flipping. But like you got kind of have to wait for two characters to come out if you want to play with friends. Yeah. I mean, for me, I think that they need to streamline progression. Honestly, on it. Mm-hmm. Like it's uh, it's it's too random. It has that. Like Diablo three when it first came out, Anthem problem, right? That uh, where everything is just kind of well, here's a random thing. It maybe is good for you. Who fucking knows. I don't know. So here's some stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you like yeah. stuff? I don't know. We got stuff. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's it's difficult to in those kind of games. It's difficult to find the thing that you want for the build that you're going for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause you, you need to at, at high level play, you need to have a, a character that synergizes with the, the gear that you're wearing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, those are fun, right? That's fun to do is to make those kind of builds and do that sort of, uh, like planning of a character essentially. Right. But, yeah. um, What's not fun is trying to find that gear and failing it over and over again. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think this, yeah, I, I think this well, like they've improved on the quality of life type of stuff. I did start a Kate's storyline for a bit, and then I was like, "Oh, I should just wait until Clint comes out. That should be soon." <laughs> no, but then again, think about that roster update that we've been talking about. Like, well, it should be Black Panther next. It should be Spider Man in March. That kind of stuff, like all the leaks were showing that. Everybody says, like, well, we don't know about COVID, yada yada yada. But, but how realistic was that timeline? <laughs> you know, I don't think it was realistic at all. Yeah. Yet again, when you when you have a game that is multiplayer focused, but only one person can be the new character at a time, then you should bring out multiple characters, mm-hmm. right? That's like a, only like a squad at a time, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, there are four people can play. You should bring out four characters at once. And I know that's going to eat through your uh, Marvel pool of characters kind of quick, especially the big names. But maybe you only have one big name and like bring in some other little characters, yeah. like like a photon, uh, Falcon. Yeah, Falcon. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, or you could do not- like uh, updates to existing characters like meaningful updates to them right yeah. yes or like alternate versions yeah like we have the hulk what if they change some moves and make the red hulk or yeah right? or uh the maestro or something like that you know yeah yeah i could really change up his play style because that's a villain but you know yeah x-men because they're part of the avengers too some of them i don't think all of them are, but which is yeah weird territory. like i say it's um I don't know that the game seems okay. Don't get me wrong, but it just seems okay. Yeah. And I've got too much other like good games to play. Yeah. So like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like games that are that that grab you and like are actually just like this is a good experience to be having. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And it just, I don't know, it just seems very mediocre. You know, I think, I think the problem it doesn't seem it's not a bad Marvel's Avengers is not a bad game, it just isn't a great game. Yeah, I think I'd agree. Yeah, I think the problem is also is like when they do these directs or something. I think I said I listened to kind of funny, like when they did their live stream while it was happening, and like they say, like, well, it should come out this week because you know, this week would be cool. Well, no, it's not going to be for like another month, so why didn't you just hold this conference? in March, at the beginning of March, you know? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, like, because at least with, at least with some of the, like, the Nintendo Direct, I hate going back to it, they said, like, well, it's coming out next month. And then, like, when Sakurai does his press conference for uh, the Pyro Mithra, which is cool, because I like Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I like, when he does his presentation, he'll say, hey, it's coming out in a week or two weeks or later on today. At least you know then. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Just presentations. Yeah. Well, I I agree, especially with the Marvel one. Like, why are you doing the war tables when, yet again, like, it just seems like there's a complete lack of content in the game? Yeah. Like, the Secret Labs. You know the Secret Labs aren't still available? They are? They're not. They're still not available. And the Secret Labs were supposed to be the raids for multiple people, right? Yeah. So... And, like, there's footage of that. <laughs> People have actually played it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it, but it's not actually physically in the game yet. I don't know. Well, that's, that's nice. <laughs> so, you have the solo raids still, which I'm sure are fun. Mm-hmm. Not. <laughs> um, because it, well, that was one of the problems with playing solo. It's like, you get focused by everybody, so then all the rocket people and snipers just focus you. And it's like... Now, they might have fixed that. This is my knowledge from when did Marvel Avengers come out? Uh, six months ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or more? So, that's my knowledge from then. But it was like, if you play by yourself, you are going to have like 700 rockets shot at you and sniper drones shooting you and your characters are going to run around and like look at you. And that's it. They might try to res you if they don't like fall off an edge and not be able to get back to you. Yeah. Apparently, they're like, they changed that, like, quality of life stuff, like, where you can get into everything. But it's like, why didn't you guys see that at the beginning? But I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> that's what are we finding out that evidently they don't go through the QA process enough? Uh, I, I don't know. If, if any of these companies are listening, <laughs> I will quit my job. And be a play tester. <laughs> Might as well, shit. <laughs> as long as it's not a zombie horror game, I'll be your play tester. So no Naughty Dog. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like no Naughty Dog, no Left 4 Dead, no State of Decay. Well, yeah. Maybe Division Two <laughs> or Three. Well, Division Two's already out. I don't need to uh, look. I still kind of feel like I'm play testing that game at times. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, hold on. Let, let's check and see if they've ever uh, responded to my ticket I put in. Yeah, he put in a ticket like a couple of weeks ago and asking for like, hey, has this been resolved? And like another question had been answered before his. <laughs> so he's kind of upset about it. <laughs> yeah, there. Uh, Stone, have you played Division Two? No. Mm-mm. Okay, so each like so instead of having like 
a class or whatever. They kind of are classes. Mm -hmm. But once you get to 30, you can get a signature weapon, right? So you can always carry two weapons. You can carry this, like, big, cool third weapon that deals a lot of damage, right? And when it originally came out, it was a crossbow that shoots, like, an explosive bolt, a 50 cal sniper rifle, or... Oh, what's the last one? I'm going to feel like an idiot. Uh, I don't remember what the last one is. Perry might remember. Uh, or grenade launcher. Just yeah. like a normal, like, six-shot grenade launcher. Mm -hmm. Well... I, I like I'm always sniping games, so I picked the 50 cal sniper rifle. Well, at some point between when I last played it and now, if you bring the 50 cal sniper rifle into multiplayer, like with your friends, which is what this game is kind of about, um, oh, there's really? a bug. There's a bug to where like when I'm playing solo, it's supposed to do 194 dam thousand damage, right? Okay. When I play with Perry. It does a thousand damage, so my normal sniper rifle that I carry around does like ten times the amount of damage than the special weapon. Is Perry like a lower level than you are? Uh, yeah, but uh, all the enemies scale to me. Yeah, it's a known bug. Other people have written about it. It's not just no. me, and but there's been no addressing it. Hmm. And every other weapon still does ridiculous amounts of damage. Like all the mm -hmm. other signature weapons that they still deal ridiculous amounts of damage. So it's just that one weapon, that one class, is completely useless. So, I don't know. I, I, I would just blame Perry. Yeah, just blame no, <laughs> you know what? I think I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He's Perry. the one that drug me back into it. So <laughs> yeah. It's all Perry's fault. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like they could, uh, they could benefit from uh, Nintendo's new concierge service. Apparently, they've got great customer service. So. Yeah, they like to have do they? like. <laughs> That's funny. The way Jacob said that. That, that, that was bad. <laughs> like, do they? That was bad. Like, do they? Do they really have good service? I, that's what the, according to the uh, the article by uh, Rebecca Valentine here on IGN, yeah. uh, you know, apparently she reviewed, uh, you know, Animal Crossing New Horizons and has 500 hours, you know, in that game alone uh, on the Switch. So she's kind of like a power user as far as Switch is concerned. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, the, this new concierge service, which apparently you have to make an appointment for. Uh, and they will, like a Nintendo, a Nintendo representative will talk to you on the phone, uh, for 30 minutes, you know, about what's going on with the switch, you know, you about like games and like getting started with it, uh, you know, settings and privacy and even just like how to use it, like one-on-one, right? Like how does the switch work? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, I guess the, uh, you know, it, she uh, let them know up front that, you know, I've, I'm a games journalist and I've got a lot of time and, you know, using the Switch and everything. Uh, but they were, you know, focused on, like, what games to play next, right? Like, based off of her current catalog and what she's played before. Um, and uh, she had a pretty pretty good experience. So, we can like the, the full article, of course, but it's... Uh, I don't, it seems uh, like an interesting service, you know, for people who uh, have never had a Switch before, or, you know, maybe are new to video games even. Um, like, what well, what do I do with this? How do I, like, what what am I supposed to do here, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man. 
Oh, I got I mean that uh, that that sounds. <laughs> it's I cool. mean, that is cool. Oh gosh. And <laughs> it'd be nice if other. I mean, Nintendo's pretty big. I don't know if Ubisoft isn't as big as Nintendo, right? So I don't know if other places. They're ranked as the second most high paid company or whatever. It was ridiculous. Who is Nintendo? Ubisoft. Like, its developers are like, they're. Like, I remember that, like, a couple of months ago, I saw that. I'm like, really? That's interesting. So they pay the best or they make the most? Probably they make the most. So, like, second best. Developer, yada yada yada. Okay. That's of games. This yeah. Nintendo does games and consoles. Yeah. So they have a lot more quiche yeah. than probably Ubisoft to like do stuff like and hire people to be on the concierge service. Yeah. Right. That is evidently free. Stone is that free? Which is it? The point is game. the concierge service free? Uh, she didn't list a, uh, the, the website does make it clear that it's free. Yeah. So okay. I, I didn't recommend, I didn't remember seeing a price, but I just read it <laughs> here. Um, but yeah, it, it's appointment based. So you'll need to actually set an appointment, but it, it's free. So that, yeah, that, that's, I mean, maybe I should make it. Yeah. Appointment. Other companies could do that. That would be cool. <laughs> you make it appointment. Whether or not that still does anything. Yeah. But you know, Nintendo just wants you playing their their consoles in any way they can make it more inviting. I think I think is a good thing, right? Yeah. Like, look, still not going to do it for me, but okay. <laughs> exactly. But you know, maybe their target audience is not cats. So. <laughs> Remember, I'm live. I'm not a cat. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I got confused. <laughs> yeah. No, even that. Like, well, Mario, the new Mario game has cats. <laughs> Speaking of what that hey, game... you think it would be perfect for me? Get it? Perfect. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> uh, apparently, her uh, her service rep Adonis uh, recommended uh, Adonis. <laughs> yeah, Adonis. A D O N I S. Adonis. That's how I'm gonna fucking say it anyway. No, I, I'm uh, not, <laughs> nice Greek reference there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, she's waiting on uh, Brave Little Vault Two to come out in a few weeks, so. Uh, just want something to play in the interim, and uh, he recommended some uh, game demos to her. Uh, one of which was Cat Quest. Yeah, so I've heard of that one. You could you could play Cat Quest on your Switch. <laughs> I don't have a Switch. Get again. You could, go, you could go get a Switch and then call customer service and be like, "I need to install Cat Quest. I need your help." <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I, I think I'm good. No, I, no. I prefer consoles that can actually run things. <laughs> It could run Cat Quest. <laughs> yeah, I, I think my computer could do that fine. Yeah. I think Perry's <laughs> phone could do that yeah. just fine. What's funny is that uh, Jacob might, I don't know, he's still on the edge. Like, he's like, I feel like he's like leaning one way or another. Like, one day it's yay, and then the other day it's nay. Because, like, Monster Hunter comes out next month. So, like, I feel like he could get the whole bundle, like, the special edition because it comes with the game. Or not, which actually looks kind of dope. He could so do you get to uh, cross progress in in Monster Hunter? No, that's right. Because new game. This is a whole new game. <laughs> oh, it's a whole new game. Yeah, it's a new and game. they're only oh, making it on the Switch. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> because they're douches. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're going to get a Switch? He's like, said, uh, what day? I'm saying, still not getting a Switch. <laughs> one day, oh, okay. like I said, one unless day. Perry buys it for me, I'm not getting a Switch. <laughs> 
hey, don't put it past me. Y'all can. Like, the pre-order just went up, bro. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know how Switches are? That's going to sell out <laughs> immediately. Like, we'll, I'd never get that. <laughs> anyway. No, it's free. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get the next console that Nintendo is discussing now. Yeah, they're just saying. Uh, isn't there a Monster Hunter board game? Like, I got a thing. I got a email thing mm-hmm. signed up that's supposed to be going live like within the next month or so. I, and I think I was gonna say I said I was gonna spend one hundred and fifty dollars on that. I don't need to buy Monster Hunter Rise Switch. I'm gonna <laughs> buy a hundred and fifty dollar board game. Do it. Do it. So I could play over probably at Stone's house on his nice new table and everything. Hey, he actually got the TV up today too. I came over and helped him. <laughs> Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. Up or uh, in the table? Is it? It's, it's, uh, it's mounted in the base of the table. So like, um, there's like a false, there's like a false top to the table that you can mm-hmm. take off, and it reveals like a, a sunken in play area. Oh, that's cool. um. So it's I've got a TV mounted in the bottom of that, and uh, so we could bring up like digital battle maps and things like that for whatever we needed it for. That's so. awesome. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, so I just need to uh, I just need to finish gluing in the rest of the uh, the felt and stuff, which I'll do after Perry leaves. I didn't want to run him out of there with the fumes. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, he he might be a whole lot funner right now though. He might have done that. We're not fun <laughs> little, already. Little, uh, glue fume high. Yeah. Uh, that would have been Perry in rare form for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is going on? But no, like you said, like we get Jacob that switch, and I was saying, like he calls, like, "Look, I got Monster Hunter Rise, and I don't know how to install it, even though he does not install it." <laughs> just, I, I could just do like a complete like act, like I'd never touched a gaming device before. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm an like, old. Like the code. How is does right this? <laughs> yeah, how does this confounded thing work? Yeah. I don't think I used that word right. Yeah, I I, I kind of wonder if um. You talk about like never having a console before, never, uh, never doing any sort of gaming and stuff like that. Um, I wonder if maybe that's the move for GameStop. I'm kind of jumping ship here real quick, but um, so like you know, GameStop is has been going downhill for a while now because they need to switch their business model, right? And they mm-hmm. they brought a lot of uh, directors on board that are you know companies that have handled uh you know digital platforms before and like uh you know branding and that sort of thing um so i, I believe that they're gonna try to switch to a digital marketplace and then be like a platform for selling uh digital licenses um but they have all these brick and mortar stores and i wonder if maybe that they will be like uh they'll they'll try to be like uh like a PC building store, like a gaming PC and like console boutique sort of building store mm-hmm. sort of thing. Because mm-hmm. um, there's, there's a handful of them that do that sort of thing, right? But they don't have the physical presence that GameStop, right? So if GameStop flipped and did that real quick and just had a bunch of like PC parts in there and like you could set up an appointment and like have somebody walk you through building a PC with you and, you know, you know, Grandma wants to buy little Timmy a, a gaming PC for Christmas or something, right? So, uh, you know, tell me what parts to put in it or what what we're gonna do, and I'll we'll do that sort of thing. And I, I think that that could be an interesting um, development for um, Ga- GameStop's like physical presence mm. in their stores. And yeah, stuff. that would be a good pivot. 
Because, yeah. I mean, more and more people are wanting to do, like, either, like, uh, what do you call them? Tiny PCs that, like, can play something on a living room TV mm -hmm. or even just build in a PC. Like, I think I could uh, build my own PC. I helped with the one I got now, so I think I could do my own next time. But It's not super difficult. It's It's... The planning phase is more difficult than the actual build process. Yeah. Building over time. And so... Grabbing parts over time, that kind of thing. Well, you don't want to grab over time. You just want to buy it all at once. Yeah. I'll tell you that right fucking now. Do not do not piece it out because you'll never get that computer put together. Buy it all at once and put it to fuck together. That's what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. If you need, if you need to space out the money, like space out the money and then like put it in an envelope and like save it up and then buy all the parts all at once. Yeah. You know, and if you are gonna space out money, space out money until like a Black Friday sale and try to get stuff on Black Friday. Because mm -hmm. I think that's, I think I got a few of my parts. Like, because I think I built mine like towards the end of November years ago, and it I got several parts on Black mm -hmm. Friday sale, and I still got a pretty good computer because of that. Yeah, usually that weekend is a good time to buy parts. Black Friday and Cyber yeah. Monday. Um, they're well, it's better than normally buying parts, I guess. It's not really that much better, honestly. So, hmm. okay, just interesting. But yeah, Nintendo is supposed to be making a new console. Hopefully, not even hopefully. I don't think that they need to just run the switch off, baby. Yeah, I think they're currently. Yeah, I think they're currently in like the R and D phase for that console yeah. or whatever the next thing would be, because um, they have said that they're still in the middle of the life cycle for the Switch. It's four years old now, so like seems like it's. I don't know. Nintendo is kind of weird, but I, I think that most consoles are like six year life cycle. So. Well, so here's the thing with that: is the next one also going to be about the same power as my phone? Like, <laughs> is it? Is it going to be ran by a potato as well? Because, <laughs> like, that seems like Nintendo's thing. Is we ne we're not going to compete power wise with the other companies. We're going to sell you the same game over and over again. <laughs> well, and provide uh, a, a tip to provide unique experiences, right? Like the the Wii was the first like motion sensitive controller, really, and then the PS3 copied that. Yeah, um, I, I I won't. I don't crap on the Wii. I thought the Wii was okay. Yeah, right. It was. I mean, for what it was, it was a motion gaming console to me. Right. So, mm -hmm. the, but like, the Switch isn't just a mobile or motion gaming console. It's supposed to be a normal gaming console, and it does not live up to that. Yeah. Like when. Yeah. Well, it's a. It's a mobile console. It's a handheld console that they tried to make also a living room console, and it doesn't do too well at that. <laughs> so okay. just pick a lane, Nintendo. That's what I'm saying. Just pick a lane. <laughs> well, that's why you yeah. can switch lights now. They're trying to. Well, because you can't even dock that. So, Ugh. damn, yeah, it's like I just a chunk of plastic. Name that I mean I think that's the reason why they went that the the motion control route for Skyward Sword because they knew people had lights now it makes sense. Hmm. Like well they can't because you can't remove Joy Cons whatsoever on the, the Switch lights. 
Damn, right, yeah. Suck for drift. Could you imagine? Oh yeah, once that starts to drift, you just have to buy a whole new switch light. <laughs> nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, but hopefully Nintendo comes up with something because they said something with a new experience. So whatever, like VR. I don't care for VR. That Cheap VR. <laughs> well, they. Well, I mean, well, the 3DS. They did 3D. Look, I want that Neuralink VR, okay? okay? Oh, okay. There you go. They're going to work with Elon Musk and make mm -hmm. Neuralink Nintendos, and you just play everything with your mind. I'll buy three. Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> ready. I'm ready. My, my body is ready. <laughs> oh, gosh. Let's see. Where have we got? Kojima is coming out with a book, and it's supposed to be about his creative process. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a whole. I, I, I thought it was going to be about walking. <laughs> that too. I, so, are you going to give us the Metal Gear Solid days too, my guy? Because one, I never. Uh, I'm sure. Well, I I think his creative process is interesting. Like I say, I I think is. Like I, said, I think that the Stranding was a game that a lot of people should play, and it's a it's a story that should be told. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see how that would have came about. So I, I think I would be interested in reading that book. So hopefully it's going to be in English because, you know, sometimes they don't do it that way. Well, I'm sure it'll get localized. It'll be here like, he wants the next, <laughs> what, three years? I mean, I would, I would assume he would write it in Japanese and then have somebody translate it for him. So. Could you imagine? Oh God! Hopefully, he would he would work closely with the translator though. What's the guy that played in that? Forgot his name. Darryl. Norman Reedus. Norman you... Reedus. Yeah, yeah, I was like Daryl. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I wonder how that, that one guy. Like you said, like we're really close friends, but you always have to have a translator next to you. I don't know. Nothing wrong with. Well, no, I think Kojima can speak some English, guys. He speaks English. No, he speaks English. Okay. I was gonna say, like, he he's been on like. He didn't do like the podcast, but he's done videos with Mega Sixty Four, and it's like none of those guys speak Japanese, so I don't know how. Like, you mentioned they got to I him. Mean, I mean, if I spoke two languages, I would write. A, if I was planning on writing a book, I'd write it in my native. Language. It's hard enough to write a book, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would assume you'd write it in Japanese and then pay somebody to translate it and probably proofread it after it gets translated. Is how I would do it. But yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, let me see. Hopefully, the next game Kojima comes out with it's going to be worth. It sticks with me because after a point, I'm like, Death Stranding was like, yeah, okay. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. That's all I got to say. Uh, let's see. What's the next one? Embracer is making 150, have 150 games under development. Okay. So, I look, I did not read this thing all the way through. I can't even find it. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, but just that tells me like i worry uh, like i know it's like this is the parent company and there's a bunch of subsidiaries but it makes me worry about like monopolies like e everything's going towards monopolies anyway um but like they have a like not just 150 games but like when you look they own gearbox volition coffee stain 4a that's only probably four or five let's say eight games if all those studios are doing two i doubt it right mm -hmm. 
that means think of how many other studios they own and they have control over right i mean Bio and Mutant i just for them too huh biomutants what to come out for them too so there you go so like that this article just worries me about monopolization <laughs> of games right because yeah. we've already seen like with take two interactive and their grasp on games and like gta right like gta went from being like actually about the story of the games mm -hmm. to now being about online mm -hmm. and the online marketplace and i don't know if that was rock stars doing and money or if that was take two's doing i'd probably put more of the blame on take two but that's me Mm -hmm. Why not both? Possibly both. I'm not saying it's not both, but I mean, digital marketplaces weren't as big with GTA 4 when GTA 4 came out, but they did have DLC and it was story DLC. It wasn't like online DLC, right? They had online multiplayer, but then they had DLC. Mm -hmm. Whereas GTA 5, not a single bit of actual DLC. Because I don't consider online stuff DLC like yeah. expansions I should say expansions and DLC no actual game expansions just online content DLC that costs hundreds of thousands of dollars right uh, so it does look like that the Embracer group has been at least uh, hiring a lot of new people to supplement all this development no, okay. um, their, their total headcount has increased 93% to 5,730 people employed by the Embracer Group. This is crazy. Um, now, that's really double. Okay. In a year. Okay. Yeah, in a year. So that, that means that they, they've hired uh, around 2,970 people for their, their, for their various subsidiaries, I guess. Um, most of those people are actually developers, with a total of 2,258 of those hires being developers. Lars Wingforce. So, there's at least they are employing a lot of people and, uh, you know, not trying to crunch and make, you know, these teams yeah. pump out more than they should be, so. This guy yeah. got the money though. He's like, yeah, we buying that for two bill, like it's nothing. Two bill, <laughs> like, ain't a thing, man. Not a thing. Ain't, ain't even a thing. In the famous words of Prince: "Money don't matter tonight. <laughs> sure didn't matter yesterday." <laughs> Your money don't mean a thing unless you spend it. All right. <laughs> so. Oh gosh, I, like I'm just, I'm like, hopefully they're these games are good. That's the only thing I can hope for. Mm -hmm. Let's see. What should we got here? Talk about all the BlizzCon news. Oh yeah, BlizzCon. Uh, Overwatch Two information. Yeah. Uh, so Overwatch Two shaping up to be a, a cool game, I think. Um, I didn't really care much for Overwatch. I never played it. Um, I've just I've seen it. It doesn't really seem like my game because um, it's you know competitive PvP, right? So it's a character-based PvP shooter sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but I always I've enjoyed like the character shorts that Blizzard has been putting out for Overwatch and like uh, all the story and lore behind all the characters and things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that that has, that really intrigued me. Um, and Overwatch 2 
is supposed to have like a campaign, like a story mode, and have uh, like you know these characters interacting with each other and having you know a story to tell. Uh, and there's supposed to be PVE modes, right, where you're playing with a character against like hordes of bots, right, or enemy characters and whatnot. And so, co-op. yeah, and co-op and. Uh, they're also, of course, going to have their, their classic, you know, PvP mode, right? So, mm-hmm. that's going to be a big focus of the game, but it's not going to be the only focus, so I, I'm excited. I like Blizzard's story content a lot, but I, you know, I still don't really care for the company politically, but, you know, I still can enjoy their games, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully it's good. Like I said, I think there were sometimes I was thinking about, like, when Jacob and our other friend Jacob play games, I like won't be into it, and then later on I'll be into it, and then I'll be the only one that plays it, and then later on they'll go back and play it. <laughs> <laughs> I see how it is. <laughs> yeah, how about you just jump on the train when we start, so we have a third person. <laughs> Goodness, Perry. I mean, seriously. <laughs> well, you're right. Seriously, like Division Two is another example of that. I got this man back into Division. Got him back into Monster Hunter. I'm just not good. I'm not a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I just need to get you both into Valheim. That's what I need to do. <laughs> That's going to be harder, brother. <laughs> it's going to be hard. It's 20 bucks. It's 20 bucks. I know, but it's on PC. I don't play a lot of games on PC besides War Thunder. <laughs> oh, and that, now you can play Valheim, too. So. <laughs> and- uh and you're playing Carrion too on there, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, and that made my hand hurt yesterday. <laughs> oh gosh, that's funny. Um, I will say that a buddy of mine uh, plays Valheim with us, and uh, he's got nerve damage in his hand, so he, he has a hard time playing PC games uh, mm-hmm. because of how like you know much movement he has to do and everything. So he usually plays with a controller, right? Because mm-hmm. he can play with a controller just fine. Um. First of all, uh, Valheim has full controller support, so you can plug in a controller and just go. Um, but secondly, the uh, the movements aren't as intense in Valheim, so the uh, controller support wasn't necessarily needed for him in this case. So Okay, that's good. Just in case that's a, a factor for anybody. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but continuing on with the BlizzCon news, uh, yeah. Diablo 2 Resurrected. Never played it. Yes, what do you guys think of that? I've never played Di- a single Diablo. Diablo so. 3 great. Not a single one? Nope. I've seen a lot of Diablo 3 played. Mm. And I wasn't too, like, into it. Like, I watched it played, but, like, it didn't speak to me to where, like, oh, I want to build a computer to play that. Right. <laughs> then it came out with so, um, and he's like, still no. <laughs> yeah. Perry played it. Yeah. That surprised me, actually. What, Diablo surprised you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was something different. I like it. I like Diablo 3. Uh, we used to play yeah, it's a, it's a fast-paced, like, action RPG sort of thing, so. I got, like, you don't understand how many people we got to play different games up at school, bro. Like, I got Diablo 3 for uh, my friend's uh, Xbox One at the time. And, like, people are like, well, I've never played this game. I was in, like, they're building a character and start playing, like, staying up to, like, 2 o'clock in the morning and start at, like, at 6. Like, guys, <laughs> we got class in the morning. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, can we? <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, oh, I I used to play uh, the first Diablo over at my cousin's house a lot whenever I was young. Um, you know, so we we play that a lot, and I never played Diablo two, but I played the fuck out of some Diablo three. So, um, I would you know I'd be pretty interested in playing uh, Diablo two Resurrected, the remaster of it. Um, actually, looking at the uh, the screenshots from that they posted up here, uh, they look pretty legit, mm-hmm. like. High res and you know HD character models and stuff like that because it's um, they kind of uh, in that era they were doing like a two and a half D sort of thing um, yeah where they would have like two D sprites that you would control on an isometric map so it kind of gave the illusion of being in three D but not really mm. so it still has that look where you're like that isometric view right um, but it's you know fully rendered three D character models that you're moving around on, a, on an isometric map. So, you know, you get the lighting and the shadows and the all that stuff is happening. So it's cool. It's yeah. modernized. Well, yet again, it, it, like it says in the pictures, pre-alpha in development content. So, but it, it these pictures do look really good. They look way better than how mm. Diablo 3 looked, right? Diablo, like, this looks realistic. Diablo 3 didn't seem to look realistic to me. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, Diablo 3 is a bit more cartoony. Yeah, so, like, there's a game... Oh, man, I have to look at my Steam library. Um, oh, no. It looks it looks a lot like the game... Uh... Oh, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> Don't be mad. Be glad. <laughs> there is a game. There is a game. And there is. I have way too many games, evidently. To rule them all. I know I didn't delete it, so it should be highlighted. Hmm. Not Noita. It's not that one. Hey, Noita's a good game. I don't know. It, it, it's like a dungeon fighting game. Exanima. Mm. Exanima is the name of it. And it, it kind of like the lighting and everything in these pictures reminds me of Exanima. Um, and the like the realistic quality. So, I mean, I'm like, I don't know these pictures. If this is what the final product looks like when I see it, you never know. I might try Diablo 2. Because, I mean, Stone says it's like a fast paced action RPG. That doesn't sound out of well, my realm. Well, Diablo 3 was. Diablo two, oh. Diablo two was a bit more, um, not necessarily not an action RPG, but it it, mm-hmm. it it's not this it's not as fast paced as Diablo three is. Diablo no, three is, is it like, multiplayer? um, it's multi. I thought it was multiplayer. Let me double check real quick. Like I say, I, n- I never actually played Diablo two, so I don't I don't really <laughs> know from experience. I'm a Diablo three guy, and um. I know that when they added the Necromancer stuff, I was like, oh, maybe we should get back into it. I'm like, eh, no, I'm good. Same. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Necromancer's cool. Yeah. We are just looking at games on the internet today. <laughs> like we said, kind of a slow news week. I really think everybody was building it from the Nintendo Direct because outside of that and like BlizzCon, there wasn't much. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, like, the GameStop uh, key figures testifying in front of the Congress. 
That's gonna be interesting. Uh, well, I think that with that, that's the uh, like one of the people from the Wall Street bets, right? Mm -hmm. Is gonna have to, yeah, because now there it might be that the whole thing was he talked people into doing that, and he had already invested, and so he pulled out once the stock went up and made money on it. Oh gosh. Yeah, he made a lot of money off of it. Um, uh, its name is his name is uh, Keith Gill. Uh, he's a Reddit user Deep Fucking Value. Uh, he's also goes by what's the other handle he uses? Roaring Kitty. Yeah, Roaring Kitty. There you go on YouTube and Twitter. Um, so he uh, testified in front of uh, the Congress uh, committee that's investigating the uh, Wall Street bets, uh, GameStop stock fiasco. Um, they also uh, notably uh, interviewed uh, the CEO of Robinhood mm -hmm. uh, in order to get like information from him about what was going on exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he bought into the stock before everything went crazy. Like, he bought into it in 2019. Uh, which would be like the time to buy into it, I think, because I'm I'm assuming that he bought into it around the time whenever I was looking to buy into it, which was whenever stock was historically low at like three dollars a fucking share. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> that's crazy, three dollars a share, fucking Christ! Like it's got to go up, right? Yeah. So I, I mean, it's if you got the money to invest in it, you, you know, you probably should, right? Um. So then, yeah, they're kind of like, well, he kind of drove the hype train, right? As far as buying the the GameStop stock, so they're looking mm -hmm. into like, is that illegal? Should it be? You know, or what was going on? They're trying to get to the bottom of it, and I, I hope that all that information comes to light. Um, I don't know. It doesn't seem like, I mean, he was uh, doing anything untoward, but so. Yeah, if he wasn't doing it, uh, yeah. But you also have to, in that situation, you have to prove, uh, like, that he had pre-planned that, right? Instead yeah. of just being like, "Hey, everybody, buy this," and knowing it might help him, but like, or maybe not. But like, if he had planned it, like, discussed it with people, then that's kind of wrong. But like, then, like, is Elon Musk gonna get in trouble because he's done this? Yet again, him just saying something can increase stock price, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, it's gotten in trouble with this board before, so. Yeah. <laughs> so. But it's not necessarily anything that, like, where it's, it's not like insider trading or anything, which is kind of like where they're, like, looking at where this might be bad is if this was considered or maybe adjacent to insider trading where, yeah. like, he had made a position and then, like, used influence like across social media platforms in order to uh, make money off of his position. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I don't know how influential he was on the message boards or anything on Reddit, but you know, if he had that kind of power, surely he would have done something like this before. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's so funny. I just, I just want my money. They don't want to give it to me. <laughs> I didn't do anything to Scott. I'm just talking about for everyone else that did. That's crap. 
Crap. I ended up buying a house, so. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay, let's see. Silent Hill getting two reboots. One's like a movie, one's a game. Scary game. Yeah, it's uh, the Bloober team, the guys that did the medium, are working on one of the reboots. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. don't you guys love that game? I didn't play it, so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is that ready to go? But, you know. Persona, the vision. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you oh, played it. I mean, I start like I started it up, and then I was like, "Well, I'm gonna be control first, and then I've been been back since." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of which, I only played like 30 minutes of Persona last night. It was like, yeah, this was right. <laughs> that's just yeah. me. Like that's just me being the Persona fan though. Um, oh, I do want to point out because I'm seeing a video played of uh, Blizz BlizzCon, and they're talking about uh, Overwatch. The whole talent system that they added is pretty much the same thing they had in Battlefield uh, One, I believe. Mm-hmm. Like they added a talent system to like, but it was on guns. So you would unlock like certain perks on guns and like they all every gun like had a tree and you could choose like, oh, I want this to be on it. And then this mm-hmm. like each thing had like a pro and con and you had to pick like which ones you want. And for different guns, it was you would want different things. It's kind of how the talents seem on this. Um, it's like an either or thing. But hmm. th- Sorry. Oh, no, nothing Continue. Sorry, but, I mean, that's it. <laughs> no, I mean, Persona's great. I love it. Check it out. <laughs> that's just me, though. I think we covered everything, though, guys. <laughs> Pre, uh, little Nightmares. Uh, yeah, Little Nightmares. Said it's said done. We're, like like the... we're done. But we can make more. Yeah. But the, I guess the... Bandai Namco might be like, oh, you think you're done, but you're done. We're not. Yeah. But they <laughs> take but it over. And... But the problem is that game didn't score that well, so. Mm. Little Nightmares 2 didn't score well? Yeah, I mean, 7. I mean, it's okay. Oh, okay. It's okay. It's okay you know? so. What did the first one get? An 8 or 9. I could be wrong about that statement, too. <laughs> Like I said, I, I've tried the demo for Little Nightmares 2. I was like, eh, okay, cool. Did you? Yeah. I was like, yeah, cool. I didn't play the first one, so. Mm-hmm. First first one got a 78. So, I'm guessing some 8s around IGN. I don't know. GameSpot. And the, sec- and the second one's 82 on Metas- uh, Metascore. So, technically, it's better than the first, according to Metacritic. Yeah. Yeah. And user score too, so eh, preference probably. <laughs> you know how it is. One side loves yeah. it, the other side doesn't. Hashtag Ghost of Tsushima should have won Game of the Year, but I digress. Stop the steal, <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> Got to make sure I say that after that. Stop the steal, looking. Uh, Codemasters EA. Um, is that a big one, Stone? Uh I mean, it, like, I mean, it makes Codemasters the... makes dirt, right? Mm-hmm. The dirt franchise. 
Mm-hmm. So EA now owns the Dirt franchise. Oh, yeah, it kind of makes uh, EA the uh, juggernaut of uh, you know racing game development. I guess you know they've mm-hmm. got. Uh, I think they've got a Formula One series that EA puts out yearly, right? Um, oh, they've got the Dirt franchise with this acquisition. EA also owns like the Need for Speed and Burnout franchises. Um, so I mean, that's just it's a lot of fucking racing games. So yeah. And the only one they don't is Forza, technically, I guess. Mm-hmm. The only big one out there. So, mm. yeah, it makes them the premier racing game. No, I think the only other really big story this week is um, Apple subpoenaing Valve. Because we didn't, we didn't talk about that yet. Yeah. That's well, like... like it's, it's being included. <laughs> oh my gosh, how do you feel? <laughs> Like I know you've been yeah. up with this, so. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, I, well, I've been waiting on developments on this stuff because it, this is going to shape the games development industry for sure. Whenever we get a ruling on this lawsuit, um, but Apple is fucking dragging Valve into it, kicking and screaming, and they're like, you know, I guess one of the the main culprits behind you know Epic's enmity, I guess. Um, you know, te- technically, Steam doesn't have a, a monopoly on PC. You know, you can buy games on a lot of other, you know, resellers and platforms and other places mm-hmm. on PC. Um, they just have a crazy amount of market share, right? And they keep a lot of that information close to the vest. Mm-hmm. Um, but Apple is looking to get data uh, from Valve concerning... Um, they want uh, years of financial data for, like showing how much money they've made off of uh, developers and like how much uh, they're charging, you know, developers to sell games on their platform. And they're also trying to get a list of every app that's sold on steam and the price it's listed at, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Also like, um, I feel like that's outside the bounds of the case. Not necessarily. Well, so, like, isn't the case not, like, Epic and them trying to, like, you're going to have to refresh my memory. Never mind. Yeah, it's okay. Um, so, essentially, uh, what happened is, um, what was that, a couple months ago, right? Uh, let me just see August. if they got it. August of last year, yeah. Um, Epic... Uh, goes and creates like a little mini marketplace inside of Fortnite to directly buy V-Bucks mm-hmm. from uh, Epic themselves as opposed to going through the App Store to buy the premium currency for Fortnite. And they discount it at exactly the amount that uh, Apple would be getting as a cut. So that's they basically <laughs> shoved a huge fucking middle finger in Apple's face and did that. Apple immediately delists Fortnite, I removes it from iOS. You couldn't buy, you couldn't get it on the App Store. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, after doing that, as if like they planned it, because they probably fucking did, uh, Epic just immediately slaps uh, uh, Apple and Google in the same fucking day mm-hmm. with lawsuits uh, alleging that they have a duopoly. And that they are uh, controlling the uh, mobile app market because nobody else can get in, and uh, they're they're fixing prices, and it's just, just a terrible place to be for developers and blah blah blah. 
and Apple even went so far as to fucking delist like um, Epic's uh, like developer rights mm-hmm. for the App Store, which had far more like reaching implications because that means anybody using Unity also got fucked uh, just in the crossfire. <laughs> you know, uh, a- Apple set off a fucking nuke. And uh, the courts basically said, no, you need to put their developer status back on because you're hurting other developers too, not just Epic doing this. Um, So that went back to where it's supposed to be anyway. Um, And I don't know, I still don't know if uh, Fortnite is still available on iOS. I don't know that you can download it on iOS right now. Well, Uh, even still. Perry can Um, check. I can't. Oh, yeah. Right. And while, while Perry's doing that, um, so essentially what they're trying to do, uh, because Epic Games has launched their own launcher, right? Yeah. They've got their own PC launcher, Epic Games Store. Yeah, which is awesome, um, but yes. Yeah, well, it, it, it's definitely half-baked. They don't have any anywhere near the features that you would expect from a platform, uh, or n- not the least of which, like, Steam, right? Yeah. Steam has a rather robust set of, like, platform, uh, you know, features for, you know, Communicating with your friends and community management, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but so the the standard across most of these like uh, you know platforms for selling games is uh, the platform takes a thirty percent cut, right? So whatever you're, whenever you click buy this sixty dollar game from Steam, uh, you know Steam's getting thirty percent of that sixty dollars. So that's uh, what they're getting. 18, 20 bucks? 18. Yeah. 18 bucks, right? So, uh, Epic is like, no, that's not fair. You know, developers spend a lot of time and they there's a lot of money in development. Game prices are going up, and that's true. And this is all true. So, they're basically contesting this 30%, you know, markup on their games, essentially. Yeah. And... I, I think it's a good thing, honestly, that they're doing it. Somebody needs to. You know, because it's just the prices are going to keep going up and up and up. And at, at a certain point, you know, something breaks, you know? Yeah, no, I look, competition is good. Like mm-hmm. I said a while ago, I don't like monopolies or duopolies, right? However you want to say that uh, with Google and Apple. So uh, I still don't see how what Valve has in connection to Apple because nothing on Valve would be on Apple. Well, I think that or is Epic, there a store on Apple? So no, um, Epic is uh, they were specifically fighting in the mobile market, uh-huh. and they so they put lawsuits against Google for the uh, Play Store and Apple for the App Store, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess Apple is trying to prove that their practices are standard across you know all digital platforms. So Valve is the biggest digital platform. For buying and selling games, so there, there's okay. Steam rather is not Valve. Yeah. Um. So they're they're trying to get this information, Steam's information from Valve. So we'll see what happens. I would be very interested if if those documents get leaked and they get part of this court case. That means they're going to go into the public, you know, domain. So I'd be interested to see what the hell is in there. Mm-hmm. Honestly. So, so, leakers, <laughs> get that on. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be, like, oof. 
Like, the more that, like, that was six months ago, you know? <laughs> no, shit's still going. Yeah, well, court cases can take a while, so. And we're in COVID. Yes. Especially if being slowed down due to COVID. Yeah. yeah. So, the, the, the gears of justice were already slow, and now that we've thrown a fucking, like, I don't know, Loctite in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> this this is not this is not the grease. This is not the grease. This is the glue. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so now funny. I have a question. And look, I don't. Uh, let me see if I can find the article on it. Did you guys last week talk about the uh, FPS mode coming to uh, Xbox? Or did you guys hear about that? Oh, the the boost mode. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think we mentioned it. I think. No? Uh, I don't think we talked about that last week. Oh, hi. I just thought it was uh, cool that like the new Series X and the S, they're gonna get a FPS boost for certain games, and it's gonna double the frame rate on them. Yeah, on some games, yeah, because uh, it, it's um, most games were set to run at 30 frames per second. That's pretty standard on console, um, mm-hmm. but they're trying to move to like a 60 frame per second, like standard, essentially. So. You know, 4K yeah. 60. That's where that's where games want to be right now. So, I don't even care about the 4K. I just mm-hmm. I just want 60 to 120. I'd be okay with 120, even though my TV doesn't do 120 hertz. Mm-hmm. I'd get one if consoles did 120 hertz and 60, or 120 frames, and I'd get 120 hertz TV to match it, because that's like yeah. well, I mean extra smooth. Yeah, uh, well, PS5 and Xbox Series X can both do 4K 60 or 4K 120. Yeah, so they can both. But do that. are they going to be able to actually do that on most games? That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's definitely fair. I don't know that there's any game that uh, could push the console to that right now. Actually, um, especially probably not something that is like like when you think of wanting to see something in 4K 120. It would be something that has action, but also might be first person. So, like an big RPG. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the hard. Like, PCs have a hard time running big RPGs at that. It's, I presume. I don't know. It sounds but, like cyberpunk, just done better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, imagine that at 4K, 120 frames per second. Yeah. HDR and everything. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it sounds like. It sounds like cyberpunk. But I don't think PS5 is going to get anywhere close to that. So <laughs> they can give us I don't know. Kind of I don't. Cool. I don't see that happening. 120, 4K, 120, 4K, 60. Hopefully, could happen on these things. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. It's always they talk about the further we get into a generation, the further they unlock the power of the console. Oh gosh. Right. That sounded like a mm-hmm. nice tag. I mean, that's what. I mean, they, and they've shown that they they've done that with the Xbox 360. Think of how Last of Us w- w- looked on, or not, on the PS3. Sorry, yeah. on the PS3, how Last of Us looked before it went to PS4. It looked good, and then look, think of how Last of Us 2 looked on the PS4 at the end of its life cycle. Good right? Gosh. I did not. I did. It might look good, but I didn't like the sound that it was making coming from my PlayStation. <laughs> oh, well, yes. Yes. That's how they unlock that power. They make that fan go uh, <laughs> full speed. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to keep up. I can't. Yeah. Gosh. You'd be sweating, too, if you were having to work that hard. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Woo. 
about <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I think we got everything covered, guys. <laughs> yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So recommended games, mine's Persona, of course. Um, Carrion for me. Carrion. It's a cool. Yeah, it's like you're the, you're pretty much the monster from the thing. John Carpenter's the thing. Um, and you that just, thing. yeah, you move around and murder people. It, it's pretty cool. I've I've really enjoyed it so far. <laughs> digital, the wall or digital, however you say their name. I, I love their yeah. I love their directs. I don't even play any of their games, but their directs are just so over. <laughs> And stupid and funny. over the top. Yeah, we're gonna make the best fucking game ever. <laughs> okay. Uh, what about you, Stone? What you got? Uh, I'd recommend Diablo three. Diablo three. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. If you haven't played it before, it's 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 really fun. Um, I think it's especially sale. you know your first time you get a character maxed out and just going for it. So. I think it's on sale now, right now too. But I could be wrong with the state. I mean, it usually is. It's pretty cheap. It's been out for a while, so Most yeah. Of the time they keep it at sixty bucks. I'm like, really? This game's not sixty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anime of the week. Oh yeah, I read that to you yesterday, Jacob, about the uh, Crunchyroll announcements. But Jujutsu Kaisen did win Anime of the Year for Crunchyroll. That yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've only watched thirteen episodes, and I can say I, I agree with that <laughs> yeah. win. So. Now only. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's the anime uh, for you guys? Oh, man. I don't know if I watched a new anime this week. Somebody else go first. Let me check. I mean, you don't have to watch it. Uh, yeah, it doesn't have to be new. It could be something old. I know, but I'm I'm tr- uh, like, I'm like trying to go through my memory bank. Yeah. <laughs> I understand bank. that. Uh, well, I will I will recommend So I'm a Spider, So What? I saw that. Uh, do what? I saw that like they were coming out with a new anime for that or something. Yeah, it's uh, it's airing this season, um, so it, it's fresh, hot off the anime presses. There, um, it, it's it's an isekai, right? So you you get that uh, you know, transported, reborn in another world sort of thing, right? Uh, this the twist on this one is that uh, the main character uh, she gets reborn as a spider monster in the world. So there's you know complications that go along with that. And also, it's not just one character. It's actually an entire classroom of students got reborn in this world. So oh. um, it's it's pretty interesting so far. I've been enjoying it. The main character is compelling. Uh, she is, She's a lot of fun. She's not like, you know, you kind of get lost in some of those etchy sort of moments in some of the main characters. Uh, sometimes, you know, it just like evolves into like a harem anime. Um, but like, she's kind of like stuck in a cave for the whole, for the most part, and just kind of like trying to survive and do her best to figure shit out. Um, honestly, the the worst parts of the anime are when it, it cuts back to like the normal human students that are like Aww. doing like doing things and like being reborn and like their dramas and stuff. Like those parts of the anime kind of suck, honestly. No. <laughs> like they're not they're not bad, but it's just like compared to like her her stuff and what she's got going on, it it's like. Just show me the spider, please. <laughs> Spiders. <laughs> Let's see. What do I have? Okay, I got one. Did I know? And it's going to be on the nose. But I caught up 
Well, I did. I watched like the little movie that they did for the beginning of season four. But I, I've watched all the dub episodes of Attack on Titan. Hey. Oh boy! And it, and it is wild. So, I have heard. I haven't seen. I I never finished season three of Attack on Titan. Oh, you need so to like finish that. Yeah, so I need to finish that and then start watching season four, the final yeah. season. Yeah, because I I've I've heard some things and seen some things, and it looks like in wild as shit. It is wild. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, if you like, I mean, it's a lot to watch all of Attack on Titan, but hey, if you haven't seen it at all, go give it a watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. You looking for something new to binge? Yeah. Yeah. Let's and it'll see. almost be done, but by the time you binge it all, if you do like an episode a day or something like that. It, it it might not all be out by then, but it'll be close to done. Hmm. Do I have one? Yeah, I think. I don't know. I started up season two of Fruits Basket. That's mm-hmm. like a slice of life kind of thing. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. And yeah, that's pretty good. I've always liked since like that's one of the animes that I think that's the only slice of life animes ever like sat down and watched. And was like, oh yeah, it's pretty good because we watched it when we were kids, and it's like one of those that got reanimated and it looks better kind of situations. Mm-hmm. And, gotcha. And uh, there's a handful of good slice of lives that I, I that I really like. They're they're really compelling stories, mm-hmm. and a, a couple of them have been like anime of the year sort of stuff like recently. Like uh, your lie in April and uh, your name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toru. Like, if I ever have a daughter, I think I'd name her Toru. But I don't know. Yeah, it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, just out of curiosity, JK, you could probably tell me: is that cultural appropriation? I, don't know. I was, I almost made a joke <laughs> just now because I'm like, right? But you know, whatever. <laughs> I thought about naming my kids something like. <laughs> Japanese, Japanese, or whatever, yeah. some or like Oda, like yeah. that would be such a cool name. Yeah, Oda. Yeah, but yeah, it, it by na- today's standards, yes, it's cultural appropriation. So <laughs> like, you're know. canceled, Perry. Oh gosh, because my love for one of my kids yeah, and your kids canceled. canceled. <laughs> my love for an anime character, I named it after my one of my kids. It's offensive. Yeah, got you. You can get that checked out. <laughs> all right, guys. I think that's it for us. And thank you for all everyone that watched. Shout out Rotod. You did guys. You guys did win the national championship. You're still in here. <laughs> um, and uh, everybody in uh, down in Texas, stay safe, yeah, stay warm. Shout out to Goose. I did check in with her uh, and her uh, Ian. They are doing fine. They did lose power. Didn't have running water for a while, but they're good now. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they like said they weren't expecting it. <laughs> yeah, they Texas needs to get their stuff together. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna snow there again. Oh, is it? So, I'm no, I'm just saying like, I feel like the whole infrastructure was built on like, oh, it does, it never snows here. Yeah. And obviously, like, I mean, it can. So. Yeah. How about you, maybe prepare for it. Yeah, Goose said. But that. I guess that would cost tax dollars, and you know how Texas is about taxes. <laughs> Goose uh, tweeted out this like she was looking outside, was like, "Oh, snow!" And like her youngest, who's like two years old, said, "You." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, shit!" <laughs> like same. 
I'm just glad that it's almost gone. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to snow again. Maybe. It's yeah. Kentucky, so yeah. it'll probably just be rain from here on out. Yeah. Probably, yeah. It's supposed to be like 60 degrees. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to get really warm this weekend. Oh, gosh. Well, anyways, guys, thank you for hanging out with us. And like I said, this will be up on your podcast services around the globe, as Greg Miller would say. It's not copyright infringement. I just like your show. <laughs> I, he he hasn't copyrighted that. Somebody else has probably set it for him anyway. Well, he does the whole knock thing. Well, he does the knock. I, I, honestly, we could we could use the publicity if he wants to punch down like that. So go, <laughs> yeah. go for it, man. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Well, I was listening to another podcast, like uh, a Joe Budden. He said they were talking about like you know music, like how some like people want to play music like on Twitch or something. They said, well, if you're like using it like. Uh, if you want to use it like in a podcast or if you want to use it like while you're playing the game, have a blast with it because I don't give a fuck. That's what they were saying. Mm. But like if you're using Oh, like, that's what Joe Budden said about his music? <laughs> no, no. That's what P- Parks actually said. It. Parks said that because, you know, he's the engineer. Oh, about – oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> but he feels that way. Most of the owners of the music, meaning the corporations that own the music – don't feel that way. <laughs> they think that if you play seven seconds of their music, that people went to <laughs> your channel just to hear that seven seconds of their music. So they want all of your money for playing seven seconds of their music. We didn't even get to the course. That's the best part of it. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey. Those people definitely came to hear you play that music not and they want, a video game and they will only only ever come to that channel to listen to that music ever again because you you heathen stole our music yeah i gotta go on that note i gotta go play <laughs> fuck this at least i have good music it's, it's time to sail for valheim right. peace out guys